three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. Oh, wow. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I am Miles, You Betcha Guy, here with Ryan, the t shirt guy. We have episode 53 ahead of you. Interview with the Trevor Wallace. Yes, you heard it here. The Trevor Wallace, also known as the White Claw guy, also known as the guy who never left his hometown. The Bang Energy guy. guy. Bang Energy. He's got, speaking of Bang Energy, he's got a ton of bangers in terms of videos. Yes. And so let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my bush. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hello. And welcome back to episode 53 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. We're glad you guys are joining us today because this is going to be my favorite episode by far. I can already tell you that right now. Ryan has the biggest man crush on Trevor Wallace. We're doing the Trevor Wallace interview. This is uh, this has been a couple weeks in the making. We've been pretty busy with you betcha Palooza and uh, and merchandise, but we're finally getting to the interview. So Miles, I'm so jacked to pump to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I know it's uh, Ryan can't focus on anything else. He can't focus on shirts. Yes, you should have uh, seen him in the interview, which we'll get to in a little bit here, Ryan. But first, but first, we're gonna talk about merchandise, guys. The merch is back open on the website www.oubetcha.com. We have new new designs. The the U Balance design, the wooden nickel design. Uh, we got a couple other women's garments that we have put on the site for this merchandise run. So go check it out on the website. You won't be disappointed. Also, you betcha Palooza 2.0 miles is here. It's finally here. I'm excited next week to give the synopsis. We've been talking all year long about how we needed to not be the successful failure repeat. We need this thing to just be a success. We'll see you next week. All the, all the chips will be on the table this weekend. We're going all in. And we either going to come out on victory or we're going to lose everything. So yeah, and there was there was a time last year when we were debating whether you betcha Palooza 2.0 was even going to be a thing, right? I mean, I always knew we were, but it was just a bit. Yeah, <laughs> it was the bit. So this weekend is here. Um, if you guys are around the Detroit Lakes, Minnesota area, the Minnesota area in general, if you want to travel there. You Betcha Palooza this Saturday um, starts at 11 o'clock in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Yep. The event is free for everyone over 21. It's free. So come drink. There'll be food, uh, beverages, you name it. Just hang out on the ice, drink all day long. Um, then there'll be an after party at the Holiday Inn. They have a bar with a live band set up. It's going to be a great time. All the cornhole tickets are sold out. And so... Um, the rest of you just come. All you need to do is bring yourself, bring a friend, drink, hang out. I mean, music, the whole shebang. Ryan's going to be slinging. Sh- well, Ryan's minions are going to be slinging we'll be shirts. And uh, it's going to be a just the best Midwest time ever. It's going to be great, Miles. Um, one last <laughs> thing, you guys, the Facebook supporter feature. We're putting out pre 
podcast shows. We're putting out post podcast shows, the after hour show. Um, and you guys are missing out. If you don't have the supporter feature yet, you can find it on our Facebook page. Um, you betcha. Scroll down a couple of times. You'll see the supporter feature. Uh, it's pretty easy to find, but we're putting out a lot of good content on there. Miles, you've been doing a good job at that. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Ryan. I know. But, You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've now that we're into the show here, this the last like two weeks have been <clears throat> just a lot to handle. Yeah. Well, like, what is the podcast so anymore? We'll give you the rundown <laughs> of what we've been doing is. And, and the reason why we missed a week, so we did the ice fishing one. Yep. Then on that Monday, we left for an entire week to go to L.A. Out of this, out of the office. We came back for um, that next week, and then that weekend we went to Daytona for three days and did that whole thing. It was. You had to catch up on everything while still prep for this for this weekend all in like four or five days. It was a lot. Um, so we apologize on not getting that episode out the week of L.A., but yeah. it's just yeah. the way that it happened and you're going to have to deal with it. Um, but week of L.A., which we'll talk about after the Trevor um, interview. Interview, yep. We're going to talk about Daytona. This was Oof. a very unexpected thing. About a week before Daytona, a little over a week before Daytona, we got a uh, we got contacted by Anheuser Busch, wondering if we wanted to go down to Daytona and wave the green starting flag as the honorary member. Um, I emailed back as fast as I could and said yes. Yeah. Um, it was. We're going to talk about that experience here in a sec, but um, that's Ryan and I went down there. We're there for three days, went to the race, had a great time. They got the, they rolled out the red carpet for us. And I think it was worth, worth the trip, obviously. And I think I'm a NASCAR fan now. I was just going to say, for those of you who can already form an opinion of you don't like NASCAR or you just don't care to watch it. And you've never been to a race. And you've never been to a race. I understand. I was that person. But we went to the race, and my whole perception on NASCAR has changed. For how, it all started miles with the pace car. Okay, are we getting into the weekend? Let's here? get into it. Let's get into the weekend. Um, so we showed up on race day. First thing we do when we get there is we go into the infield, get out of the car. All right, hop on the golf cart. We're going to the pace car. Yeah, come to pit road, hop in the pace car. And we just start cranking it up, <laughs> going um, 105 miles an hour, or whatever, yep. around the track. We did a couple laps. Um, it's it's funny because like all the NASCAR fans are gonna be like, "Yeah, we know, we know." But for everyone who's not a NASCAR fan and you've never seen the steepness of the cur- of the turns in person, it's really something. It's it, I mean, it's straight up and down. Yeah, which. Talk- I understand is physics and we need that if they're going to be going 200 miles and around a corner. I get it. But just like seeing it in person is really cool. And then going hundred miles an hour and it like the turn be just easy. Yeah. Was really cool. What were we, we were in a, to, a like a souped up Toyota Camry. Yeah. Like, okay. So you, you think Toyota Camry and you're like, okay, well, you you're know, thinking about mom dropping yeah, did your mom kid come off in at, and give yeah. you a pace car lap. No, this thing was like, 
little spoiler on the back. Uh, this thing had decked out interior, whatever. This Toyota Camry flew. Yep. Dude, 105 miles an hour. I we, think I recorded it at. Yeah, we started rolling, just punched it. Um, the, the one thing that I didn't anticipate was, you know, going around the circle at that angle and, and all of that, your equilibrium going off. Oh, yeah. That when I got done, I was like totally felt like uh, woozy, not nauseous, but not like I'm going to puke nauseous, just a little bit like, yeah, a little woozy, uh, a little bit of a headache of like, Holy crap. Like, I, I think that you get that from the G-force is what I think they call that. The Yeah, the G-force. Oh, which is, I believe, short for gravity force. Okay. I don't know. Well, that's what we're rolling with. Yep. Um, I don't either, but yep. So could you imagine? So we were only going 100 miles an hour. We were in the AC. We had the music playing. Yep. Chilling, right? Going half the speed of what these guys are going. Mind you, no one else around us. No. Empty These track. NASCAR drivers are going damn near 200 miles an hour, 120 degrees in the car because AC in the car would just be wasted weight. Yep. Fire retardant suit, um, helmet. Yep. Not only all of that, that it's hot, you're going faster, you're going, you're going twice as fast. You also have someone on about six inches from your bumper and six <laughs> inches from your front bumper. And... Uh, and with all that, oh, you've also already been doing this for like two and a half hours. When you put all that together, you realize anyone who says that these guys aren't athletes are absolutely just idiotic. Bananas. We took a lap and a half, really. Yep. At at a hundred miles an hour in an AC car. <laughs> And we were like, oh God, like that was crazy. I'm like, I'm I can't believe it. And these guys are in there for like three hours at a time, sweating with cars right in front and back. I, I cannot stress enough how cool that is. What's um, so this is only, yeah, and this is only part one of the whole day. Yeah. So we got done doing that. And then we went and, and sat in on the rules meeting, I believe is what they call it, something like that. Which was kind of cool because... Uh, when you're when you're sitting in this like little convention hall, whatever, a bunch of chairs stacked up, they're gonna they're gonna go over the rules for the race. When you see someone walk in, you can you, you just get that feeling that they're kind of a big deal. Yeah, you can tell who is who is the big dogs <laughs> yep. a little bit. Yep, you can which tell. I love. You can kind of tell who's the driver. Uh, you can kind of tell like who the crew chief might it be. It kind of felt like you know when Ricky Bobby walks in the room, you yeah. know he's Ricky Bobby. Yep. Um, and I, mind yeah. you, I don't really know besides like. Just, let's just say so, like Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart. I don't know what NASCAR drivers look like. I, I couldn't couldn't have told yeah. you before the weekend. But again, you just see that little that you little. You can just tell who's the driver. Yep. Um, one thing. Okay, Ryan, what would you have done if after they like played their safety video and all that, if I'd raised my hand and been like, um, just a quick question. Um, so when you're entering pit road, you have to put your blinker on. <laughs> what would you have done? Do you think they would have kicked me out? I, I would have kicked me out. I would have pretended that I didn't know you. <laughs> I would have like I would have transitioned groups because I was I was on the way left. I would have transitioned groups to the people next to me, and then I wouldn't have, done, I wouldn't have, have drawn turned, any attention. You would have turned to your right and face. What an idiot! What is it, what is this guy talking about? Yeah, I, that just kept popping in my head how funny that would be to do that. But um, so we went to the rules meeting. 
Then what did we do? Went and ate some lunch, I believe. Uh, we took the tour. So after the ro- after the rules meeting, we took the tour um, <laughs> oh, in the garages, the garages. Yep. yep, and and the trailers, which. These trailers that the, that all the tools and the uh, technology and the cars are hauled in, yep, are unbelievable. Yeah, they're they're huge. I'm like, oh, where do you? I asked the driver of of the Bush truck. I'm like, where do you get one of these? He's like, well, I've spec'd out every every single truck that we've ever had in the last thirty years, um, and they make it whoever makes it exactly to spec of what I have laid out. So this guy is designing it's a custom truck, semi truck. Yep. And this guy's been doing this for 30 years. Yeah, that was cool. I learned more about tires than I ever cared to know about tires, too. <laughs> yep. Joe was our guy that was our host, so shout out to Joe. He crushed it. Yeah. He is on. He was on point. He answered every question without us even asking them, because so it showed that he's been doing this a long time. Joe's been also doing it for 20, 30 years. Yeah, and so basically what he did was he told us about all the science behind the tires and that the tires are actually filled with nitrogen and then there's a secondary tire inside of the one tire. So if it blows, they can still get back to pit road. And it was just like a massive amounts of information that was thrown at us, but it was really, really cool um, to go through that and just dive into the NASCAR um, culture, really. Yeah, what really blew my mind was the secondary tire. There, there, with with there being a tire inside of a tire. So, like Miles said, you can get to pit row uh, if you blow your tire. Mind blown. Yeah, it what? was. Oh well, and I get it. I mean, it makes sense, right? Right. But us people who aren't doing this for a living would never think of that. Well, and again, some people listening to this might think that we are like, holy shit, these guys, these guys don't know anything about NASCAR. Which, like, we didn't. Nope. We didn't know anything about NASCAR. No. Nope. Now. We're, uh, I mean, we're semi-professionals. I, I wouldn't say that we're experts, but I'm pretty much an expert. So yes, yeah, I probably can answer any any uh, question about NASCAR, no problem. <laughs> so uh, we, no questions right now, though, Ryan. No, no questions right now because no I'm a little tired no from the trip. Still, no questions. Um, yeah. Then we got well, and that's all of that stuff before we even got to wave. I heh, we I got to <laughs> wave wave the green flag. Yep. I, I got to watch. Um, went up in the, the I, I'm going to call it the crow's nest. I don't know if it's a crow's nest. I don't know if you can hear on the podcast, but our neighbors are just bumping massive bass right now. The so walls are just, shaking. So just enjoy that as a little background music as we do this. Um, but So I'm up in the crow's nest. Find out that the, the gals that are up in there, they travel with NASCAR and they do this at every race. Yep. Which I thought was very interesting. Um, and then I am so nervous because the only thing that people have said to me the entire weekend about waving the flag is, yeah, it's cool. Don't drop the flag. Don't drop it. And it was just <laughs> constant. Don't drop the flag. Don't drop the flag. So then I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, hold on to the flag. Hold on to the flag. I'm trying to combat <laughs> all this negativity that Ryan yep. and everyone's throwing at me saying, don't drop the flag. So I get up there. Before the cars even go by, it's like a windy day. So it's like I had to take my hat off. So not only is it like, not only is there the pressure of not dropping the flag, I got wind conditions blowing in my face. So when you hold up the flag, it's going to fly out if you're not holding it good. Yep. Yep. I overcame so much adversity, Ryan. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So much of it. My hands were sweating because I was a little nervous. I'm not a nervous guy, but I got real nervous for this. Were your knees weak? My, I, I was nervous. We, uh, my palms were sweaty. 
knees weak. My my were your arms heavy. My arms were heavy. Now that I'm thinking about it, you didn't vomit though. No, uh, I felt like vomiting, and I did have so I brought some of my mom's spaghetti the night okay. before and had that, so that would have came up. Were you were you um, really nervous on the surface? Yeah, I was nervous on the surface, but honestly, if I had to say, um, but you were I was calm and ready to to drop bombs. To, well, okay, to uh, to drop. If metaphorically, if the flag was a bomb, I would have dropped it. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't want to drop it. No, you didn't but want to drop it. I did it. not want to drop it. So I, that's where it stops. I, I was not ready to drop bombs. Um, drop the flag. So, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that's essentially how I felt. I was white knuckling this thing so hard because, like, we're talking like it was wet when you when you gave it back. It was wet, <laughs> basically. Yes. Okay. Was, my hands were sweating, and I was squeezing it so hard that it was like I couldn't move it. Um, but you know. <laughs> Lady goes, you can't hear up there, so it's you know. I when I tap you, start waving that sucker. When I tap you again, pull her back in, and the, and the job's done. Probably lasted for about three <laughs> or four seconds, kind of like Ryan on Typical every go miles every night. <laughs> yeah, you can't cut me off. I was going right I, nope, into that joke. Nope, you don't get that Typical, joke. <laughs> uh, it kind of sounds like Ryan on every Saturday night. Um, three or four seconds. Uh, it felt like a lifetime, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that me and Harvick connected eyeballs. As he drove by, I think, I think for some reason he had his face shield up. I, that sounds right, right, Ryan? He, he probably had his face shield up, and I think as he drove by, he had his hand up on the wheel, and he just gave me the one finger. He gave you the one finger. I think he gave me the one finger. He didn't give you, like, the three, like, the descending three? No, well, no, three. then he would have spun out of control. Right. But, but basically, he just gave me the one finger. Basically said, you're number one. One of those, and we locked eyes, and I through our eyes, I just sent... A message to him as he drove by. Yep, and just said, "Win this GD race, mf'er." <laughs> That's what my eyes said to him. So, um, so That's all a great of this message. is happening within three to four seconds. Um, all the other drivers, I mentally flicked off in my head because yep. I wanted Harvick to win. Yep, um, but waved the flag, tapped me again, gave her the flag back, and. Uh, what do you know? Another big victory for the You Betcha crew on waving the flag. I would have been paranoid that she was tapping me, but she probably actually wasn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like you just like kind of like feel like a well, piece of dust at your shoulder. So, like, oh my God, am so, I supposed to start? So what also helps, Ryan, is when you know you're done when all the cars have gone past. Well, no, exactly. But yeah. <laughs> Ryan's hey. still waving because he doesn't want to pull back too early for the whole lap. <laughs> you know what's also crazy is that I did not know that they take like three warm-up laps and on the third lap to start the fourth, that's when the race starts. Yeah. I was I was like, I wanted it to happen faster because I just wanted to be done with it because I was so nervous. But people are like, you sons of bitches. You go to your first NASCAR race, yeah. you get hot passes, you get to wave the <laughs> and I'm sitting over here not knowing Talk that they do three we, hey, practice laps. Hey, we had hot passes. We were hot, baby. We were hot, baby. Ryan was hot all weekend long. Um, the reason why Kevin Harvick and I had such like a good rapport there um, is because we met before the race, you know, asked him a few questions. Yeah. Um, I gave him my lucky egg yep. that he, I'm sure he had in his pocket while he was racing. Um, we also got to hang out with Jerry, the Bush guy, Jerry air quotes, Bush guy, also yep. known as on the podcast here. Always great to see him. He was awesome. 
He knows a lot about NASCAR. He has been to more NASCAR races than us, which we're <laughs> jealous of. Yep. So now we, it's now went from the battle between the Bush guys to now we have to become bigger NASCAR, NASCAR fans than Jerry. Yeah. So that's my new mission. Um, but he got to, as he got to start the, he got to do the start your engines and I waved the flag. So I think that we have officially dapped each other up and said, Tandem, you know, tandem yeah, style. It, we're going to do this as the Bush bros, not against each other. Yep. Because I think what we're going to do going forward. Um, so Jerry, shout out to Jerry. The Me and him, the Bush bros. It was funny, I though, like that. On, at the, uh, on the vlog. Hopefully it, we edit this in when we do the vlog. Um, but to close it out, I was like, yeah, well, Jerry, you started the race today. And he goes, well, actually, you started the race. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. I, I did start the race. You didn't. And then yeah, he, was, Jerry, he was just all, like, God, all, you're an idiot. All Jerry did was uh, basically just tell him to turn their cars yeah. on. Start your engine. <laughs> Boom. I just did it, Jerry. So what's up? Uh, yeah, we got. The, so to kind of wrap up um, the day, it was the longest bush clash ever. 88 laps, I think. 86, 87, 88, I don't 75 know. 75 were, were scheduled for. Yep, we had overtime laps. We got free NASCAR, basically. Free NASCAR, baby. Um, the winner had a whole smashed-up car with tape all over it. It was kind of cool. Tons of crashes. It was a historic bush clash, really. Yeah. We got to go into the suite um, uh, and before that. The, uh, so shout-out to Anheuser-Busch and the Bush brand team Miles, for we, doing that. We also got to drink the limited edition Oh, we got to drink Bush the limited Clash edition cans. Bush Clash cans, um, which if you don't know what that is, then I guess you just you just will never know. Um, if you don't know, yeah. now you don't know. Um, so it, it was we got to be in Victory Lane. It was a full NASCAR day, hot passes, exclusive areas. We got to we got to vlog the whole thing. So be looking for the vlog coming out in a couple of weeks. Thank you to Anheuser Busch and the Bush brand team, um, Daniel and McKinley and Matt yep. and Joe, um, everyone that uh, got us there, made us have an awesome experience. We appreciate you. We thank you and uh, made us NASCAR fans, really, is what you did. So I'm sold, um, Miles. Yeah, I'm sold. I'm sold as well. You got to go experience a NASCAR race. With that, Ryan, I think it's time to finally get into the Trevor Wallace yes. interview. I think we're just going to let the people just, we're just going to release it here. Let them, let them listen to it, and then we'll kind of talk about it after. Okay. And um, again, the White Claw guy, ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws, was quoted by him. Bang energy. Guy who never left his hometown. Kyle. Ky oh, Kyle. Yeah. Monster energy. Kyle, Kyle guy. Yep. So um, here's our interview with Trevor Wallace. All right, guys. We would love to welcome on the one, the only... Uh. Trevor Wallace. Thank you. Trevor, how you doing? Doing good, dude. We just filmed some great videos. I'm stoked on them. Yeah, I thought they turned out pretty good. It's kind of crazy going to a new place. Mm -hmm. Never been before, never met you before. Um, and I think that at first it was like kind of awkward. I don't know you. You don't know me. Yeah, I mean, it's but always a good with filming. I think we figured it out a little bit by the end. Yeah, also because I think we have similar kind of uh, video stylings a little bit. Yep. Like... Um, so it's like 
when 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 you don't have to coach somebody a lot how to make a video it's very easy and you kind of get the flow of it you know yep because i have one guy i film with this dude ryan leader i just shoot like everything with him so when you use somebody else sometimes it's so hard to be like could you and we gotta yep and then they just don't get it but yeah you, you guys you guys locked it in. You guys are a good crew. Well, we're the holding, crew, man. Yeah, yeah, we're holding it together. <laughs> we're uh, it may not have, it, you may think we got it all together, but behind the scenes we're like running around. Yeah, we got to charge these batteries, whatever. But um, yeah, we th- thanks for coming on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell the fans that are following us that don't know who you are Ugh. a little bit about yourself. Who am I? Uh, <laughs> it's a great question. You know what? Uh uh, a stand-up comedian who also makes videos and does some acting. I also have a podcast myself because what is Los Angeles without a random white That's dude with true. a podcast, baby? <laughs> Stiff socks. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a good time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I started with stand-up first, but I've always – I was dabbling on the Vine days, did all that stuff. I yep. just kept making videos. And then I was like, I think Facebook videos are going to be big. I think those are what's going to pop just because Vine died. YouTube was still just OG. And then I just kept making videos. And then my first like series that like got big was uh, making the fun of Zoomies employees. Yeah. That was on Facebook. That's where I saw you. Yeah. That's the yeah, first yeah. time I saw you. Yep. Oh, wow. Was, that was like, that was it's weird ages like, ago. Yeah. It was like, it was like two years ago. So it's like, you put a timestamp on it. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know you back in this day. So yep. whenever somebody like references a video though, I know like when they started watching, cause it was like that one, that was 2017. And then the end of 2018 was like this AirPod video yep. that did big. And then over the last like summer I had some, bigger videos was like the kyle kyle character yeah and i was gonna ask you what what was the kind of moment that changed for you to where it was you know you had a following but now yeah i mean you got millions of followers across a lot of platforms yeah what was the turning point really for you i think what helped is i had already such a big catalog of videos banked up you know yep that way which is i always say that it's great advice like you don't want your first video to blow up because they have nothing to latch on to so i had like you know, like 30 plus videos just at anybody's disposal to listen to. And then I had videos start to get big and then they would. So I think anybody who has a video goes viral, gets traction on their page, but a lot of people don't stay. So yep. I think I had all this catalog and then I had like over the summer, I swear it was like four videos, like all like blew up, like on whether it was Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, well, it was, you know, Kyle, right? Kyle one. White Claw. The I think white, that's probably the actually white claw one, like where doubled. our audience knows oh, you yeah. from. Yeah. yeah, dude, that that like doubled my following. I was at like half a mil and everything that White Claw thing hit and the world was just like, ah. It's yeah, so funny because I made that video. My buddy, uh, if you guys know him, Churdley's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I made that. At his. I was in between apartments and I was living at my parents' house at the time. And I text him like, hey, can I borrow your apartment at like 10 a.m. tomorrow? He's like, yeah, sure. I'll be asleep. So I just like <laughs> filmed that at an apartment complex in like an hour and a half. Nothing, nothing crazy. But but that's like, it's almost like the internet knows when you don't put like a lot of effort into a video. They're like this. Yes. But it's like right. when you try super hard, the right. internet's like, nah. See, we talk about that too. That that the White Claw video, I feel like it it. Ha- like a timestamp on culture like you talk about releasing a new piece of content that shifts culture or like really ingrains itself in culture and uh you know that's kind of like what we're trying to do as creators yeah yeah i mean it's kind of just getting in like at the right time like i my roommate put me on him at the time before he's like you gotta try these you gotta try these you gotta try these and then i didn't really see people talking about him but I was like, oh, if I was to make a video, I think enough people know what they are. Yeah, right. And then that's you get, kind of get in on that wave. Same with the Kyle thing. Like, I didn't invent the Kyle movement. People were just, you just missing, yeah, you were I quick added, enough. I just added a persona to it, and just my interpretation of what a Kyle would be. And then, 
it kind of just took off from there. Then I did this frat video about like frat guys coming home from college. Then I had this video about hometown bros, just like guys that just like hang out in their hometown, like mainly focused on guys who like thought they were going to go D1 <laughs> football. And like I filmed like those four videos in the span of like maybe like four or five months. So it's just like because sometimes people this probably happens to you a lot. People will see your face on the Internet and yep. they're like, oh, it's funny. I'm not going to follow him. They see it again. All right, I'll like the video. Yep. It takes somebody like three or four videos to be like, oh, I should follow this guy. He's yeah. a thing. Yep. So I would agree. I think that's what happened is eventually people just saw my face enough to where they're like, eh, I also think that the way that our pages are similar and how we approach it is w- that we do have different characters mm-hmm. where there's yeah. some people that are kind of just a uh, one trick pony. They yeah. have one, you know, just dad content or, yeah. you know, just sports content where feel like you kind of dabble in whatever you feel is going to be just funny mm-hmm. and that people are going to relate to yeah i just that's what it, what scared me and like with when that zoomies character blew up that was like my first video that blew up i was like oh this is the character i should run into the ground people tell me like stick to that do that do that do that and i was like i don't know man like what are you doing like three years right <laughs> when you do a character for like two years people are like that's the so-and-so character yep. and then all of a sudden one day it flips and people are like oh he's still doing that yeah. It, it's like it's mm-hmm. it's weird but also like to your advantage you could bring back the zoomies character yeah. in like two or three years and At people are going to eat it up because yeah. that's like that's what some people know you for well that's kind of what i did is i put it on the shelf for a little bit and then i tried different ones and then if i had like four videos just tank in a row i'd be like all right zoomies go back to zoomies yeah it was like you know yeah. i was going up against pitchers then i was like let, let me get a t-ball at that <laughs> and they would just always hit and they're fun to make and um, it led to some really cool opportunities from that, but yeah, that's where you might know me from after a 10 minute tangent of my yeah. accomplishments, but, yeah. uh, yeah. 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 And I think that the white claw thing is very funny in the Midwest is because the Midwest is like beer drinking, yeah. whiskey drinking. And then when the white claw phase hit, everyone was like, you know, losing their mind acting like, you know, it doesn't even taste that good. Like you guys went from it being a drink for girls and now these frat guys mm-hmm. are all drinking it blah, yeah. blah 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 how'd you feel about that the uh the white clock phase um yeah. it created content for me to yeah. kind of make fun of it right it's yeah. uh the the white claw phase made it so that the people like our shtick is bush light we couldn't find any bush light to drink i was gonna make you drink a bush light on here i'd but do it yeah we could, we photoshop could. ready thumbnail <laughs> Bushlight. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I like it. We it it's yeah. really hard to find on here, but um, it just made the people on our page like love Bushlight more and love our page more because mm-hmm. of that. Um, it was, yeah, and uh, yeah, you. We were talking. You're like, yeah, that video kind of like just changed everything for yeah. me. Um, you know, I was like doing like stand up before that video, and I had like some tour dates and like here and there, and like maybe a smaller room would sell out but you know people would come out from like the zoomies and airpods stuff but like after that video i swear to god like i started selling out shows and i was like this is insane like adding shows and i was like what is happening right now <laughs> and i think it was just a mixture of people finding out at the right time and being prepared when the opportunity came and just yeah you know so were you stand up before internet videos then yeah. right yeah i started with stand up when i was like 17 uh and how old are you right now 27 so you've been doing stand-up for 10 years yeah i took a little bit of time off Dang. my first few years of college yep. just to you know be in a frat and just to be in college lose yeah. some brain cells here yeah and there, you know and uh as they say drink i believe uh but yeah i was just <laughs> yeah, super into I the fr- that i was super <laughs> into the frat life and i was like I, I didn't really care it was all like you know just doing that and then like it was towards my end of junior year i was like oh i should it was like towards the end of my junior year vine came out and i was like i should do this this was fun and i was like i gotta do stand-up you know too i gotta yep you know, cause i always liked it and then 
I was like my senior year, I I I, I like started, what really changed. I started getting hangovers, and that's when I was like, all right, what do I, what yeah. do I, dude? It changed. I got to do something different. Well, I, on I lived Friday. in a, I lived in a fraternity house that had like fifty other dudes that lived in it at the time. So like after two years, I was just burnt out. Yeah. So after my senior year, I moved out with some friends into like just a side house, and then I was making videos, I was editing, I was doing a bunch of stand up, and I was like, all right, moving to L.A. and just like graduated, and then went straight down here. Nice. Yeah, the uh, so now I, I've talked to some people and they're like, I now like, like the internet videos now feed all of my stand up stuff in mm-hmm. terms of getting people there. I mean, you kind yeah. of touched on that. Do you ever have you ever taken a bit from your stand up and made it into a video after you've used it there and, and done anything like that? I know uh, some people will cross bit, stuff over, but yeah, bits and pieces, um, but for them. I've tried a little. There's definitely some here and there um, or trends that I picked up from like watching other people's videos and stuff and like talk shit on that, I guess. But for the most part, they're somewhat different. You know, people kind of just come to the show not knowing what to expect because they're just fans of the videos. And then it's like pretty different. It's just like me being me and like my point of view on life and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool to have the two separate. Yeah. So what do you what do you like better if you had to choose one right now? Stand up. Or Ooh. your sketch videos on Facebook. You have to choose one. Go. Oh, boy. Uh, I enjoy making the videos more, but I like performing stand-up more, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because what's weird is, like, if a video hits a million views, mentally, you're like, nice, hell yeah. Yep. And, yeah. and it, it's like, like your brain kind of goes numb because there's no amount of numbers that will ever make you happy, I think, maybe. Unless well, it's, it's even like, hard to quantify what a million views is. Exactly, because, like, I think, I've said this before, but like, I would love to see, like... Uh, a mile by mile, like radius of like, what does a million people look like? I don't <laughs> right. think I know. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like I, I can't video, comprehend it. Cause people are like, yeah, it's insane. I'm like, I, yeah, but like how many, like people are like, that's like five Los Angeles. But I'm like, <laughs> what? like, is it? I don't know. Like, yeah. right. that means my neighbors have seen, like, I don't know. That's so, I don't know. I don't know how that shit is. But when a new joke hits or when a, like a joke just erupts in a room, like that feeling is like, Way better than any amount of oh, views, yeah. you know. Like I was pretty pumped the day I got verified on Instagram. I'll tell you that. Hell much. yeah! It was funny because the night before I was like, "Man, this stuff don't even matter. It's materialistic." It's yeah. Funny. Anybody can get verified. I was over it literally. In the next, I, morning, I think I, I've literally talked about that on this podcast, and we joked that like I'm only saying that because I'm not getting verified. But then the next morning, I got. I was in my hotel room. I was doing some like some shows at a casino, and I was like, I I was pacing back and forth. I was like, y'all ain't shit. Room service ain't got nothing. I was. It was so weird because that was the first time I got verified on like anything. But like that false sense of like, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Of kind of like uh, paying off, you know, just yeah. kind of like, oh, dude, yeah, of course I deserve that. It was uh, wild to me, but uh, well, it's kind of like when you hit a million subs on YouTube, uh, you put yeah. it, you put it on your on your Snapchat story. I think mm-hmm. I showed Miles that video, and that was like, you were jacked, man. That was oh, raw yeah. emotion. You were like, let fucking go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like <laughs> YouTube to me is like that's like the OG, that's the mecca. So yeah. Like, if a video gets a million views on there versus like 15 million on Facebook, I'm more stoked on the YouTube one for whatever reason. Cause those are people that click the video. Right. But I think Facebook has the opportunity of videos to do really well. Cause the share option, mm-hmm. which is, you know, yeah. that's why stuff snowballs. That's, yeah. That's why that's where we've made a living really. Yeah. Now it's all the other platforms are trying to catch up just mm-hmm. because it goes so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you recently have, done well on tiktok as well yeah I, it's um, a it's a definitely an interesting world we kind of were talking about mm-hmm. how 
you definitely have to spend some time do in that culture to understand what's going to work and what's not going to work. Yeah. It's a whole different animal. It is. And I think there's two ways to approach it. You can see what people are doing on there and then, uh, and then put your own spin on it. That's what kind of the app is like made for is like adding your own point of view, whether it's comedy or dance, whatever the hell it is. Or you can just say, forget all that and just upload all your own, your old content or make the content you keep making and then post it on there. That's what we do. Me and uh, Churdley's, we just take like a minute from the sketch we did. Yep. And just throw it up there. Yep. And sometimes since that video, that app is not used to like crazy high produced content. When something's like edited on like Premiere or Final Cut and like it's a sketch, it's written out by like three comedians. People are like, this is gold. I'm like, is it? We, <laughs> yeah. One of us was hung over and the other guy was mildly stellar for this. I don't know. <laughs> is this, is this gold? You're right. Like, right. Yeah. But, um, I think it's, it's since it, the one thing I do like about it is it's an app for listening, which might sound dumb, but like a lot of people scroll Instagram without the sound off. Yeah. So, but I also like to think that it's like for guys like us that are posting on there, mm-hmm. everyone's posting on Instagram and they have their own stuff that they're trying to do. And they're on Instagram for their own likes and all mm-hmm. that. They're on TikTok literally just to be in like entertainment and enjoyment. Inter- entertained. Yeah. Cause most people that follow you probably don't have never even posted anything on TikTok. Yeah. They're just there to consume. And exactly. I think that's what makes it a good consumers app versus Instagram. It's like brunch picture. She's pregnant. He got married. Happy <laughs> birthday. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, here's my video about bang energy. And it's like, what does that fit into the, the world of that? Yeah. Right. So when it's on TikTok, it's like, it's just entertainment. Like you said. So, and people, a good, a good majority probably listen with the sound on or like whatever yep. it may be. It's, it's, it's for videos versus Instagram. It's just like, Oh, you want me to like, I, I rarely turn my sound on for anybody's like videos yeah. or stories. You're like, ah, oh, you want me to, yeah. I'm gonna turn this I gotta, <laughs> I gotta tap. You gotta go back. What did you say? You know, it's, I gotta make sure that no one else around me is exactly what I'm exactly, listening to. Exactly, right? Because I think it's like if you look at how fast people scroll, like if you just look at a random stranger's thumb in public, which is a weird thing to do, but I do it sometimes. Sometimes people saying. got good thumbs, but like, just like <laughs> I was on the subway, you just realize like how like fast people scroll. It's like if you don't catch their attention within seconds, right? They're like, gone. I think people like the videos, but they're like, nah, I'll watch it later. Yeah. I and mean, they probably don't. So you have spent some time touring now mm-hmm. for your comedy. Mm-hmm. You spent some time in the Midwest, from what I understand. Yes. Uh, I Minnesota. Would, I, I would love I have. to hear your take on the Midwest, because obviously that's a huge part of our page. We call ourselves a Midwest Entertainment Channel. That's who we are. That's what we do. I would love to hear your take on the Midwest. What are... Okay. I am terrible at geography. <laughs> Midwest, break so it down. We basically, got... the North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, like all the way down mm-hmm. to Kansas. Gotcha. And then over to Missouri, back up to Iowa, okay. over all the way to Ohio, even. Okay. And then everything up there, North Dakota, or, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, all those. Okay, so I've been to like three of those, I think. My dad was actually born in Ohio, so he, he's like right on the outskirts of Columbus. So we went and visited there once. It was a, a town of like 6,000 people. I was like, who's banging who here? That's always everybody. Yep. Yeah. You get all the gossip. You yep. just hope there's an even ratio, one-to-one guys and girls. It gets awkward. Uh, but uh, so I've been there. I performed at the University of Iowa. Hawkeyes, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, did that. That was rowdy. That was fun. They had bang energy drinks for me in the green room. <laughs> Let's go. And they're just like, uh, you like these, right? <laughs> you did your research. <laughs> yeah. Literally. And I was like, it's 9 p.m. Like, I don't, <laughs> of course, I want 10 of them. Yeah, give me all. 
Um, that yeah. was fun. That was cool. I was there. I was, I was like one of those where you like fly in and fly out the next morning. So right. I wasn't there. Oddly, I had good Mexican food out there. Really? Very interesting. Right next to the campus. You know the Midwest. They're known for their Mexican food. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just like how LA is known for their barbecue food. <laughs> right. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the other? Oh, Minnesota. I, I spent a... You did six shows in Minnesota. Six. Yeah. That was the first place I sold out six shows and I was like, what is happening? Yeah. That, that I was, love you, Minnesota. You no, know, literally, because like I had zero expectations and like ticket sales were like starting to do well. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> and then like it was in the Mall of America and they had a big billboard that like would like rotate yep. all around and it was my face. And I say this in my stand up. I think people know my face, but not my name. Yeah. Which, you're walking around the mall. Like, oh, that dude. Oh, you're the White Claw guy. You're right. the Kyle guy. But yeah. oh, that, but that dude is at, our, at this comedy club this weekend. Let's go. So, you're, like that was that was the first when I felt because I, I performed in because that same comedy club owns one in Edmonton, Canada. Yep. Yep. Where is it? Alberta, I think. Edmonton, Alberta. Yep. Yep. So I I did some shows there and some people came out, but it was like I was like yeah I'm doing okay. And then that was the first one when it like you talk about when did you feel it like Dan I was like oh Jesus. And they were like, the club was like buying white claws, like <laughs> in between shifts to like bring to the, they were just literally buying the store and then just charging like a fraction of the price and then just throwing it out there at the kids. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Yeah. So you wild. like the Midwest. Yeah. Well, I spent, uh, the only time I spent in Minnesota was in, uh, at the Mall of America. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to the Mall of America. Which is a great representation. Yeah. I was there for five days. Yeah. And, uh, but brutal. I mean, the stereotypes is that we're very, uh, we're a lot slower in terms of how we move around, the way okay. we operate, and uh, the way we talk, as you can probably tell on the podcast. Yeah, Our podcast, yeah. Like, what you probably could do in 25 minutes takes us 50 just yep. because of the way oh, that yeah. we talk. When I run this back, I'm going to play it at 1.5 speed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still going to be like, Kai, hurry up, you hurry up. Yeah. Sound normal. I'm going to sound like I just injected bang into my forehead. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th then there's the overly politeness. Yes. Um, that's, uh, uh, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Well, people say that when I was in Minnesota, they said the Minnesota nice. Yeah. That? That's yeah. the thing? Yeah. And, and and that's like where you just like buy stuff for people? Yeah. What I mean, that? you'll buy stuff for people. You'll open doors for people. Oh. I will say you, this. You, you wave it. <laughs> wave, wave a lot. Wave at everybody. Say hi. Yep. That's weird. Yep. Um, when I, we were doing uh, the video with Brent out in his front yard, there mm -hmm. was people walking by. They walked by and I do like the, the no teeth smile, you know, like where you go. Oh, one of those. Yep. I look over at Brent and he would just be like, not even giving that guy any no, time no, of day. I'm like, nah. you don't make eye contact. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like waving at every yeah. person that goes That's by. That's how you disintegrate in LA. If you look, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, just, yeah. Right. Uh, one, the, so the first night I was in Minnesota, we went to St. Paul. You guys familiar? Yep. Uh, we went there to go look for cigar bars with my buddy. And for whatever reason, we're at a railroad like stop and there's a guy and he's walking with a baseball bat, no glove. No ball. <laughs> Not a fan of baseball at all. Bro, he's waiting for open tryouts. Yeah, maybe, but he had a baseball bat, a backwards hat, and an insane clown posse t-shirt. <laughs> I didn't know whether he was more scared of the bat or the t-shirt. Because both of them would kill you. As a matter of fact, I would know. agree. It's like a, a juggalo. Which is out, right. This was, this was at like midnight. Yeah, I, be I believe that. But he's Minnesota nice. So you had, you had no worries but, there. But yeah. So you would say... Hey, you know, sorry about this. I'm gonna probably hit you with his bat and then hit you instead of just coming right. up and hitting it's you with the bat. Not too bad. Yeah. It's I mean, a it's a different dynamic. I, I, I dig it. He gives consent. He's futuristic. Yeah. I see. Yeah, it. a lot of consent going <laughs> so on. So why is the Midwest so nice? Um, I actually like don't raise, have a great answer just for like that. Raise right, good family. I feel like there's not a lot of divorced parents in the Midwest. Is that why? Um, 
I don't have any statistics whether or not to. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is I meet a lot of girls out here with daddy issues. And <laughs> I think that that's kind of common everywhere. Yeah, I think you'll see really? that a little bit back home. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And it also depends. There's a difference between like the Minneapolis, St. Paul, the Chicago's, yeah. um, the St. Louis versus rural Midwest. Yeah. Um. You, you know, I think the the video that brought us together was the our small town bar video. Mm-hmm. And your guy never left his hometown. Yeah, you, for, yeah, doing do for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that's how we initially started talking. Mm-hmm. And the small town bar thing is literally how most of the Midwest operates. They go to their same bar. Yeah. Every Friday, Saturday. They got the routine. Um, they talk about the high school team. They talk about all the drama. You talk about the six thousand uh, people town you went to. Yeah. Everyone knows everything about everyone. Um, some people like that, some people don't, but that's kind of how it operates. Yeah, in the it's Midwest. wild when like they walk in and like the waiter or waitress like knows the guy. Hey, Pete, how's it going? Just hey, slaps down right. his drink without but even asking. Yeah, just just put it on my tab. Oh yeah, here's, there's a sign that says "Wait to be seated." Pete just kicks that <laughs> over. He's like, I'm going to the normal booth, Helen. Yeah. you know that. You yeah. Just, yeah, can I get you the same? Wait, where's Montana? Is that close to you guys? That would be neighboring state, right next to North Dakota. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have been to Montana, and they had this thing. God, what was it? It was what the coal miners used to eat. And <laughs> it was it was bread and then on the inside it was like meat, potatoes, and like gravy. I forget what they called it. It was, it was a Minnes I got it in Butte, Minnesota. Or Butte Montana. Butte Montana. Like a casserole or something? Something like that. I forget what it's called. But like a bread bowl? Pot, no, pot pie. It wasn't a pot pie. It was it was it was like inside of it. It was like this ball. And but like the locals were pumped for me to try. <laughs> they were like, You never had one of these? It started with a P. Have you ever had hot dish? You know what hot dish I is? I do not know what that is. So what? You know what casserole is? Kinda. So basically, <laughs> isn't just, a casserole hot salad? Uh, we just call it hot dish. Okay. Um, but no it? one else calls it that. It's just you take like corn, cream of cream of mushroom, cream of mushroom, uh, hamburger, uh, tater tots, and you just bro, put you it mix all it all together and you put, throw it in the oven. It's pretty good. Actually. We call it uh, we call it funeral hot dish because well that one wouldn't be funeral hot dish but we have a funeral hot dish that that's what is brought for the after lunch of someone who has passed away. Yeah, really at the church at the at the ba- in, like in the basement of the church. It's a lot of funeral just, hot dish, just man. Feeding them food that gets them one step closer yeah. to the grave. <laughs> yes, were clogged. That was last breath. Yeah, clogged ears. It sounds good. Yeah, I, I recently had something in upstate New York, Rochester. I think got a thing called a garbage plate out there. Yeah, you heard of that? Yeah, it's, we it's have like, like the kitchen the, sink. Uh, yeah. I mean, just every part of the house. You right. Know? <laughs> I don't know a, if I want the toilet. Though. Yeah. Had the a, whole toilet. A, a chimney chimichanga Ch- or great. You know, you just take a little bit of ashes yeah. from the fireplace <laughs> and throw <laughs> it up. It's like steak. Salt Bay. Uh. Oh, yeah. It's great. Um, but yeah, that, that's, was it good drunk? It sounds amazing drunk. Yeah. No, it, it, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, the up, What's funny is like upstate New York, actually, if it's like gender, they identify as the Midwesterners as well, even though they're not. Really? Yeah, we get a lot of messages about stuff like that. But what states do you guys have beef with? Um, California. Okay. Well, a lot of yep. a lot of beef with California. I Welcome. When I was vlogging, yes. I was naming off all the reasons why I would never live here. Well, you're vlogging. You have to live here. <laughs> That's the requirement on your yeah. lease. Say, what's your vlog channel? Thirty thousand k. Let's get it up, and we'll get you a better deal. Yeah. You move in once you get that that first YouTube plaque. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, we, I got to That's a whole nother thing. I got to talk to YouTube. I'm looking for my plaque. I haven't got it yet, but it took me forever to get mine. And, <laughs> you know. It is one of those like little badges of honor, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 
100%. Yeah. So uh, before we kind of wrap up, what is, uh, what's next for you? Are you, uh, you know, just keep doing on what you're doing now? Is it a bigger yeah. uh, comedy show? Is it trying to get into TV? What What's next for Trevor yeah. Wallace? Pitching a show right now with me and uh, Churdley's. That's, uh, we just shoot a lot together. He's great chemistry. He's just like the homie. Good yep. guy. I'll, I get it. And just pitching a show together while we both have a little bit of heat behind us and just trying to see what goes. And if nobody picks it up, then we'll just shoot the shit for our channel. Yep. Because, um, I mean, Instagram and social media is the new TV, I think, essentially. It's like, right. you know, like you, I think we have to realize that, like, the people making the calls of the TV networks and stations, they're not people that make, they're, they're not, they don't go viral. You know, they don't know, like, what is funny. They, they might, they might know what's funny, like, five years ago, whatever, but, like. Right. Ball's in your court, you know. And it's moving a lot faster than they can keep up with. Yeah. I mean, it's moving fast for us right now, too. It's like. You got to be able to jump audiences and be like, okay, I'm on Twitter. I'm on. You got to be on everything. Yeah. And some people are like, I just do YouTube, and you're like, that's fine, but like, it's gonna pass you by. Yeah. Then you're also losing out on money. You know. True. What's uh? I feel like right now people love people just love seeing you and Charlie's together. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's why your videos are always like super successful. But Mm -hmm. um, how was it shooting those first couple videos, kind of feeling each other out, and then? Dude, our our biggest video together we shot the first day we met. Really? Wild. Is it chill if I chill here? If you ever saw that one as well, like the dead grandma. Okay. Yep. Yep. (laughs) The first day we ever filmed, and it was so funny because we filmed for like an hour and a half, maybe two hours of footage, and I was like, I don't know what the hell we just filmed. But, like, there's something funny in there, right? I was like, right. we could probably get a minute out of that, but he's really good at editing. And I get it back, and it's, like, this 10-minute thing. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, like, one of those guys that, like, whenever he shoots me over, like, an edit, I'm just, like, stoked to see it. You yeah. Know, it's just, like, it's just, like, good content. But, um, yeah, I, I some girl said it to me the best on the street. She's like, I love your comedy. It's just, like, that dumb bro comedy you guys do. And I was like, all right, that's a, <laughs> that's that a compliment. Shot? Yeah, right, right. I think that was a compliment. Yeah. Right. But like, it was just, I, I, I got where she was coming from, but I was like, well, okay. That's, you know, yeah. maybe like the guy who was dropped severely as a child bro comedy, <laughs> but like not dumb. We're not dumb. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I can't spell a lot of Don't words. Use the D word dumb. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'll call it dumb, not you. Yeah. But. Do people, uh, so after obviously meeting you today, um, you're just, you're a normal person just like everybody else. Yeah. But I feel like... Isn't that weird? It's so weird. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when people will come up to you after shows or see you on the street because they saw your videos, they'll be like, they expect you to have that same kind of energy like yeah, you would in the, in the bang the bang video Dude, or the Kyle or... People come up to me just yelling and I'm like, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm terrified right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, I'm pretty introverted in the sense that if I'm by myself, I don't, talk, I don't strike up a conversation really. Right. But if I'm with people, it's like fun and what... But yeah, I mean that's what it is, and people just feel like they know you from the. I'm sure you deal with that a lot too. People know you from like being on your on their phone so much, so they see you and they're like, "Oh, bro, what's good?" Like, like they just like, talk to you yeah, like, like you like grew up, yeah. And you're just like, "Hey, man, I don't know you." <laughs> hey, you know, after this, why don't you come to the garage, my house? We'll get you a kitchen plate, sink, I'll, hot yeah. dish, and then we'll just. Potato. I got I got you a couple yeah. of beers, man. But I mean, yeah, the, it's it's pros and cons, you know. But you know, it's the kind of life you sign up for, I guess. Right. Which I gotta tell myself a lot, but um, yeah, yeah. But I, I, mean, I I press publish every single time I do one of these videos. I yeah. can't complain. Yeah. Oh yeah, same exactly. Uh, but yeah, it is interesting when people like come up like yelling, <laughs> or they'll just. <laughs> literally, I'm like, it's six a.m. at LAX. What do you want? <laughs> also, also, like people just think since I make like al- alcohol videos, sometimes the people, I'm sure you get this too. People just think I'm a raging alcoholic. Oh yeah, they're like, dude, let's chuck on a beer together. Eighteen beers yeah. a day. Yeah, it's like if I start drinking at noon, 
I will not get the work that I need done for the rest of the day. And then I will have no videos. Yeah. So, well, I, I like delegate. Like uh, I'll like put it on the calendar. Like, okay, I don't have a show that night. I have a video edited that week. That Saturday. I'm going hard. Baby. Yeah. That's my Saturday. <laughs> and then I'll yeah. just clock in. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. And that I like doing that because I don't like being drunk and like worrying about shit. Or like sometimes I'll be like getting drinks with like people and I'm like, I have to edit after this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I gotta go. So, yeah. But you know, we're all just figuring it out and which is cool just because like you're from uh yeah i mean we're, we're we would never cross paths if we didn't make videos together I feel right like. so it's cool to, like sit down and see the, the similarities and yeah the, content the last question i have for you is what were you expecting out of today when some midwest guy was coming to shoot a video about whatever today what was the expectation versus uh, the reality your <laughs> antlers on the front of the jeep <laughs> I, was, I was expecting yes. a dead seagull to be on one of the deer antlers from driving uh, I don't know, man. It's pretty, pretty straightforward, you know. Maybe, maybe a couple more beers on set, throwing in a couple lippers every once in a while. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys pulled up in the shorts, and I was like, oh, this is fucking summer for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's like I'm sweating my ass off in shorts. And Hell yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, I mean, other than that, uh, you know, I'd love to go get a kitchen sink after this, whatever the hell that is, <laughs> casserole, tater tot. Yeah, throw it all in the microwave. Yeah. You know, I'm down for whatever. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, that was it. It was a good time. I think I'm really stoked for the videos. And whenever this comes out, if this is already out, go look at my, You know, just go look at my page anyways. All right? You, just go look. I got yeah, videos. Yeah, dude, where, where, you gonna gonna be, where are you going to be uh, on the road? Oh, um, uh, you can see me in Las Vegas, Valentine's Day weekend. Hell yeah. Oklahoma City. How do you guys feel about them? Yeah. Not in the Midwest, uh, but all right. it's okay. Debatable. But not them. Uh, <laughs> I will be there March the 16th through 18th. But uh, OKC, uh, all this stuff is on my website, trevorwallscomedy.com. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got some stuff going. Trevor, Trevor's got some stuff going yeah, I on. Some, yeah. I got a podcast, Stiff Socks. Check it out every Wednesday. It's Check a great podcast, man. I listen to the podcast. Thank I'll, you. Yep. Hell yeah. yeah Let's go. Ryan was a little bit of the podcast fanboy for yep. before today. I'm a Patreon. I'm, I'm Dude, not gonna lie. That's sick. <laughs> hey, I, I was go. like, I was pumped. <laughs> I was like, wait, oh, wait, for real? <laughs> I just found out my uncle's a Patreon. I was like, ah, but you don't got to do that. Just send me a card once <laughs> yeah. at Christmas. You know, yeah. just like, just show up to Christmas yeah, next time. Just say yeah. happy birthday or something. But he's like, yeah, I listen to all of it. It's like locker room talk. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> He's just dapping me up in the hallways like, yeah, titties, huh? Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're 63, dude. But also, titties, correct, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. I love it. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, dude, um, of course. Well, dudes, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's multiple dudes. Uh yeah, I, I had a good time today. I think the videos, you're right, that are they're going to do well. And so be looking for the videos if they're not out yet. Um, go follow him. Go check out his podcast. He's a hilarious dude. Um, Thank thanks you. for coming on. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God, that's cold. Tasty. That was our interview with Trevor Wallace. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Ryan did the whole time. He basically he actually asked me before the interview if he could sit in that middle section between Trevor and I um, in the corner because he just wanted to be closer to Trevor. I said, no, play it cool, Ryan. You said You're no. sit on the other side. Yep. yep. Um, I thought it was very funny how little he knew about the Midwest. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I imagine, like, just like us, if you were born and raised in the Midwest, you don't travel a ton or don't go to a ton of other places, you have your stereotypes 
slash you don't know <laughs> anything about the other parts of the country. Like even right now, I don't know a ton about, you know, the deep South. Sure. Or like states like Maine and Vermont and stuff like that. Like, I don't know a ton about those. Okay. I've never even really been close to those. So I would get it. But it was just funny that he didn't even know what hot dish was. Yeah. I was just going to say, tell the people I was so shocked. So I wasn't too, I wasn't that crazy shocked. But what were the other things that we asked if he knew or not? And he did not. Um, I'm gonna be honest, Ryan. I don't remember off the top Gosh. of my head. It was it was basically similar to hot dish. Um, um, it it was stuff like uh, oh, Miles. It was cheese curds. Oh yeah, yeah. I just got some input from the side of the Cheap podcast seats. room. Cheap seats. Cheese, cheese curds. Curds. He did not know what cheese curds was. Guys, let's not crucify him too hard here in the Midwest. The Scotties are gonna let's be give like, him the pass. Oh. We'll give him the pass. Um, but, uh, it was fun to shoot with him all day, then shoot the shit on the podcast after. Yep. Um, it was fun. Uh, I thought it was funny that he was so relaxed during the podcast <laughs> that he was basically he, completely horizontal. If you, if you watched any episodes of you bet your radio between like episode 30 and 40, I got pretty relaxed. I would be, I would be slouching down in my chair over here. Yep. And Miles would watch it over again to go edit it. And he'd be like, dude, you got to sit up more. You got to like, sit you up. You got to sit up. And like, and no would, one could see him because the mic was so, he was so low. Yeah. And he was like talking up at the mic that, that no one, one point, could see his face. That it was, you were literally like uh, Wilson on Home Improvement. Yeah. But at one point I thought Trevor was going to be completely laying down. I thought he was going to, I thought he was like, all right, that's the end of the podcast segment. And then he was going to be like, all right, guys, see you later. I'm going to take a nap here. That just shows how chill this podcast is. It was pretty chill. <laughs> Um, so if you want to see what that looks like, go check it out on Facebook. Um, you'll be able to see Trevor getting completely horizontal. Um, just, I think like it was because my voice, my voice was so, sleep. So, no, it was so soothing. It wasn't, uh-huh. it wasn't boring. It was just soothing and he just got so comfortable with us that he just wanted to get horizontal, you know? Oh my God. Just thinking back to that right now. He was literally almost sleeping during the podcast because <laughs> he was. <laughs> Maybe he had had a long week. We don't know his life. <laughs> well, okay. So here's the crazy thing. Uh, Trevor Wallace is, uh, as you heard in the interview, is a stand-up comedian as well. He does a lot of stand-up. He's on the road a ton, and he said that he hadn't been home since Christmas time. The weekend that we were there to film that video, he hadn't so been home. So basically, like six weeks. Yeah. That was the first weekend he was at home. Yep. Yeah. On the road doing stand up. That's tough. That's really tough. Um, and then we and then we come and just barge in. Like, yeah. Welcome, welcome back to California. Yeah. Speaking of California, Ryan, let's talk about the rest of our week there. So we started off the week. You weren't there yet, um, but we started off the week doing our tar- husbands a target video, which <sighs> to I, I'm almost speechless at how well it's. <laughs> doing online um i couldn't ask for more thank you to everyone who shared it um it's going absolutely bananas miles in like 24 in 24 hours it has like 28 million views or 29 million views or something on facebook that is just that just doesn't happen um it helped that we had four people all all sharing it on their page but yep 
I mean, that just doesn't happen. And so that's never happened. But I will have to say is we put our time in for that video. That yeah. video, that one video took six to seven hours to shoot. Okay. We had to come back the next day where Ryan made his cameo. Ooh. Ryan made a cameo oh. in it. Um, Let's go. If you haven't seen it yet, Ryan just goes like this with his finger. He, he does like the the finger gun. Like the who? Me? And then he just points at his chest and just does the dumb look. And then he just does this walk towards us. And that's and what I joined he the group. Yeah. And, and I wish we could like play an audio from it, but he didn't get any lines. I didn't get any audio. He's just a B-roll guy, which is fine. We need B-roll guys. But Ryan had a cameo. Um, it was fun. It, it was it was interesting to get four different personalities all on the same video, all on the same page. I actually think, I don't know how, but there was none of our personalities but heads. No. I would Myself, completely agree. Charlie Barons, Taylor Kalmus, aka Dude Dad, yep. and Penn Holderness, yep. who is the a Holderness uh, family. He's got two two point three million followers on Facebook. He is um, posts a lot of family content. He does a lot of parody songs. Um, he's really good at that. And so I just think that there, there was none of us button heads, which was crazy in that in that scenario. Um, but as always. Charlie pulls through on just providing hilarious behind the scenes comic relief in that um, he just he pulls his stuff out of the suitcase and his shirts are wrinkled. And so to <laughs> what he's going to wear in that in the video that day is just the least wrinkled shirt. <laughs> um, he didn't shave. And so he was looking in the mirror of the car, shaving. Um and then he he proceeds <laughs> to lock his keys in his trunk, which I don't know anyone that's ever locked him in the trunk. And so um, he had to we had to call AAA, and that was a side whole side <laughs> thing during the day. And so what happened the thank next you, day, Charlie, for pr- providing comic relief? What happened the next day? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, we the the second day of shooting when I came with. Uh, Charlie got rear-ended in traffic. <laughs> yeah. So that put him back in 20 little, minutes. Yeah, he was he was uh having a bit of tough of, he was having a bit tough time um those two days. But it was fun. Hilarious, um, Taylor, man. Taylor I told Taylor before I'm like there's going to be four of us, there's going to be a lot of moving parts here. Let's just if you, even if you need to be, you need to be a little bit of a, a stickler and and be the the true director here, Taylor. And he stepped into that role yep. and he nailed it. Um, it was his vision from the start. Saw it all the way through. Um, so good job, Taylor. You nailed it. Sweet video. He's already talking about a sequel. So we'll just have to see if we can all get together again and, and do another one. Um, I'd say that 30 million views would warrant that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we then we uh, did a shoot with Brent Pella. He's a, he's a stand-up comedian. Doesn't have as big of a following, but he, I actually thought that he was a very good actor and that he was just solid at getting into a character and going for it. He was the librarian in our Gen Z discovering a library video. Yep. And I thought he was the perfect librarian. He was just, he played the character really well. He was just, just enough nerdy, just enough, uh, older person. Yep. Just enough, um, uh, I would say goofy. Yep. And it combined it all together to be a, a perfect librarian. Um, so shout out to Brent. Um, you can follow him on stuff, on everything. He's got he's got his own page. 
Um, definitely a lot different humor than what I usually do. So it was nice to kind of mesh those together again, kind of like Trevor. Um, so that was fun to, to work with him on Wednesday, Thursday, we had off, um, chilling. I, sh- I even, showed up, Ryan showed up even, <laughs> even though we still ended up shooting some for the husbands of target video. So yeah. we technically did something every single day. Yep. Um, and then Friday we shot with Trevor. Um, it was an action packed week. I really like that though, and and I'm really trying to line up some more full weeks of inviting and getting all these creators together um, to do content for an entire week or a couple days. Because so I just really like that, and and I thought it was fun. I thought the creative energy was high, and I think that good content came out of it. Clearly, with yeah. the husbands of Target video, just to name one. Just to speak on your behalf, I think it I think it gets you a lot more fired up when you have other guys, other creative minds in the mix versus just yourself. Also, like the mentality going into a week like that, you're just a little bit more focused. Yep. You know you kinda gotta be on your game because other people are gonna be there. It's not just a random Thursday where you shoot for a couple hours and you're distracted by getting emails and all that. You're basically locked in for this week. And so I really like that. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to line some like some line something like that up again for sure. Yeah, you can line me up as a cameo again. Yeah, well, I will yeah. take that spot. We'll we'll bring along cameo stars. Yep, and I will own it. I like that. You been practicing? Uh, Audio visual. Ryan's pointing to his heart, making a weird face. Kind of looks like he's got a poop. Are you pooping, Ryan? Uh, no. This is the oh, this oh, is the cameo thing. Yep. you're practicing. How does it look? Uh, your eye gaze is a little low, but we'll work on it. How's that sound? Make an improvement, so yeah. Okay, good. That was really good. bad radio, Ryan. Um, your cameo is not great for radio. It wasn't it's great not, for radio. It's, it's not like your voicemail from 2018. That is no, great for that's radio. That's great for radio. Uh, it just tells the listeners sometimes you just gotta watch. Sometimes you do. Yep. Um, then we uh, we headed on homes, and uh, and you know why they're gonna want to watch because Trevor was almost sleeping during the podcast yeah. interview. <laughs> yeah. That is an audio visual you can't get listening on Spotify or wherever you're at. You got to check out that interview on the Facebook feed. It's hilarious. That's absolutely right, Ryan. Um, so yeah, it, it was a great week. We ended up um, we ended up getting a little bit outside. We didn't have a t- we didn't go to the beach or anything like that, no. but. Um, it was kind of, it, it, it was a full week, but it was like, felt like a little, a little bit like we were in and out. Yeah. Just the cost of doing business. Is that what we're calling it? Well, not being able to see the beach. Cause yeah, that's the cost of doing business. Yep. So, um, I'm glad that you came Ryan. Um, thanks for having me miles. Yeah. That was so, great. Yeah. So flying Ryan all over the country <laughs> just so you can hang out with me. Otherwise, what would he do? He'd just be sitting at home. Printing shirts. Printing shirts. Testing uh, uh, fabrics. Um, and then just standing in the mirror, pointing to his chest, making a pooping face. Um, practicing for the cameo. Cameos. Yep. Um, so I think we should wrap up the podcast, Ryan. Yeah, Miles. Uh, this is a very unique podcast. We're kind of bringing the interview stuff back. Uh we're hoping to do more of this in the future. I love how you say we're bringing it back, but we really only have one in the bank. And that's the Trevor one. 
Yes, but going going forward, we're, we're trying to try and do more. I don't <clears throat> yes, know how much correct. we're going to actually do. Um, do you want to tell the listeners what's coming next week, though, on the podcast? We got some big news at You Bet Your Radio. We're adding, we're adding. Oh yes, another feature. I don't know how you forgot about that. Oh my gosh! I mean, give it to pretty him. forgettable though. Give it to him. Um, so guys, we we have now made a few <laughs> hires here on uh, the You Betcha team. Ryan's um, actually now a full-time employee. We haven't, we haven't talked about that. So Ryan is so, a, now a full-time employee. So congratulations, Ryan. Um, I'm now officially your boss, and you have to do whatever I say. Mm. We also <laughs> hired a, a full-time videographer, editor, content. We're going to call him a content specialist. Okay. Would you say that? Yep. Well, you got to be more excited about that. Yeah, I would. I would feel like we're all content specialists, well, but not really you. Um, oh my! <laughs> uh, again, riding my coattails on the content specialist I thing. I accepted a full time job. Um, here. And then we also hired an operations gal. Yes, to basically take all the ping pongs that are bouncing around in this head, organize them out, and uh, make sure that our business is running smoothly. And so we will introduce Tyler. The camera guy and Lakin, who is yet to be getting a nickname because we haven't figured out what we want to call her yet. Gal. Gal. So, <laughs> so fill in the blank. That I think will be our interview for next week is we're going to sit them down between us like uh, like your girlfriend's parents. Like a, a boomer dad. Boomer dad would with the, with the, with the prom date of his daughter. We're going to grill them. They're going to come into the ringer. And uh, we'll see if they they come out hamburger meat or they come out whole. We'll see. So, uh, and on top of that. Oh, my gosh. Tyler, the camera guy, will also be um, weighing in on his own mic on the podcast. So we will now have a podcast host. We'll call him a podcast host, right? Or producer. Podcast producer, producer, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to give him the host title. He doesn't deserve that. But... uh, (laughs) Um, I I haven't even gotten that title yet. Yeah, you're. Uh, I'm just here because I'm here. I, literally, you're a warm body is all uh, we needed to start this podcast. So that's what you are, Ryan. It should say Ryan the T-shirt guy, warm body, and that's it. That's on what your uh, business card. No, that's what it would say in the credits of uh, a video, like a cameo that I do <laughs> on the it, vlog. Yeah, yeah my like it'd say Ryan Sheely in the in the credits at the end of it, and the next to it would say warm body. Yep, that's all you are. So. You'll get a new voice. We will now have three. We will have. You okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. <laughs> we will have three voices on the podcast, which I think will be great. Um, he'll be able, like the question where is, is G force short for gra- gravity force, gravitational force. Yep. He'll be able to uh, kind of like Joe Rogan does Jamie with, with Jamie and give us the thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, say you guys are absolutely idiots. Um, that's not what that stands for. Whatever. So we're excited about that for next week. Be looking for that. Our family is growing, Ryan. I got more mouths to feed. That means we got to put out more content. That's why that that means we got to do just a, just we just have to crank up our energy just a little bit more. Um, now that we're uh, got a bigger team. So um, with that, to help make this possible. 
that help feed these mouths, Ryan. Let the people know um, who helps make all this possible. Guys, we would like to thank Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Gina's Designs is located uh, right in the Heartland in Iowa. They provide all of our Nectar of the Gods signs that you will see at OUBetcha.com. Um, these signs are great for any decor in your man cave, your kitchen, your bathroom, your garage, wherever you want to put them. So if you haven't checked out our wood pine handcrafted Nectar of the Gods signs yet, head over to OUBetcha.com, swipe yourself up a blue, black, or orange wood pine sign and uh, celebrate the Gina's partnership a little bit with us. These signs are awesome, you guys. We have we have multiple hanging around the bunker um, just for the decor because that's that's who we are. That's us. Um, so we'd like to thank Gina's Designs of the Heartland. You can find Gina's Designs at etsy.com slash shop slash G-D-O-T Heartland. That's G-D-O-T Heartland. Go check them out, guys. I would highly recommend it. Um, Miles, episode 53 is in the books. Uh, it was a good one. One of my favorites. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy. And I am Miles, the you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers, Ryan. Oh <laughs> Almost just knocked over the new mic stand. Betcha, yeah. Yeah.